Episode 7 of Macbeth by William Shakespeare Performed by members of Suitcase Theatre Company in Abergavenny, Wales This episode is entitled Something Wicked This Way Comes Among the Scottish noblemen, discussion is taking place about the deaths of King Duncan and Banquo and who was really responsible for these acts of murder. Macduff has fled to England to raise an army to overthrow Macbeth. Meanwhile, Macbeth himself revisits the three weird sisters and receives three warnings from the apparitions which they conjure up. My former speeches have but hit your thoughts, which can interpret further. Only I say, things have been strangely born. The gracious Duncan was pitted of Macbeth. Mary, he was dead. Yeah. And the right valiant Banquo walked too late. Whom you may say, if it please you, Fleance killed. For Fleance fled. Men must not walk too late. Who cannot want the thought how monstrous it was for Malcolm and for Donalbane to kill their gracious father? Damned fact. Mm. How it did grieve Macbeth. Did he not straight in pious rage the two delinquents tear? That with the slaves of drink and thralls of sleep? Was not that nobly done? Mm. Aye, and wisely too? Mm. For it would have angered any heart alive to hear the men deny it. So, as I say, he has borne all things well. And I do think that had he Duncan's sons under his key, <laughs> as and please heaven he shall not, they should find what it were to kill a father. And so should Fleance. But peace. For from broad words and causes failed his presence at the tyrant's feast. I hear Macduff lives in disgrace. Sir, can you tell where he bestows himself? The son of Duncan, from whom this tyrant holds the due of birth, lives in the English court, and is received of the most pious Edward with such grace that the malevolence of fortune nothing takes from his high respect. Thither Macduff is gone, to pray the holy king, upon his aid to wake Northumberland and warlike seaward. That, by the help of these, with him above to ratify the work, we may again give to our tables meat, sleep to our nights, free from our feasts and banquets bloody knives, mm. do faithful homage and receive free honours, all which we pine for now. And this report hath so exasperate the king that he prepares for some attempt of war. Sent he to Macduff? He did. And with an absolute, sir, not I, the cloudy messenger turns me his back and hums as who should say, you'll rue the time that clogs me with this answer. And that well might advise him to a caution, to hold what distance his wisdom can provide. Mm. Some holy angel, fly to the court of England and unfold his message ere he come, yeah. that a swift blessing may soon return to this our suffering country under a hand accursed, 
I'll send my prayers with him. Thrice the brinded cat hath mewed, thrice, and once the hedge pig whined. Harpier cries, tis time, tis time. Round about the cauldron go, in the poisoned entrails throw. Toad, that under cold stone days and nights has thirty-one, sweltered venom sleeping got, boil thou first in the charmed pot. Double, 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 double toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Fillet of a fenny snake in the cauldron boil and bake. Eye of newt and toe of frog, wool of bat and tongue of dog. Adder's fork and blind worm sting. Lizard's leg and owlet's wing for a charm of powerful trouble. Like a hell broth, boil and bubble. Double, 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 double toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Scale of dragon, tooth of wolf, witch's mummy, moor and gulf of the raven salt sea shark. Root of hemlock dipped in the dark, liver of blaspheming Jew, gall of goat, and slips of yew slivered in the moon's eclipse. Nose of turk and tartar's lips. Finger of first strangled babe, ditch delivered by a drag. Make the gruel thick and slab. Add thereto a tiger's children for the ingredients of our cauldron. Double, 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 double toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Cool it with a baboon's blood. Then the charm is firm and good. By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked this way comes. Open! Locks! Whoever knocks! How now, you secret, black, and midnight hags? What is you do? A deed without a name. I conjure you by that which you profess. Howe'er you come to know it, answer me. Though you untie the winds and let them fight against the churches, though the yesty waves confound and swallow navigation up, though bladed corn be lodged and trees blown down, though castles topple on their warders' heads, though palaces and pyramids do slope their heads to their foundations, Though the treasure of nature's Germans tumble altogether, even till destruction sicken, answer me to what I ask you. Speak, speak, demand. We'll answer. Say, if thou shalt rather hear it from our mouths or from our masters. Call them. Let me see them. Pour in sow's blood that hath eaten her nine pharaoh. Grease that sweating from the murderer's gibbet, throw into the flame. Come, high or low, thyself and office deftly show. Tell me, thou unknown power. He knows thy thought. Hear his speech, but say thou not. Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth. Beware, Macduff. Beware the thane of Fife. Dismiss me. Enough. Whate'er thou art, 
for thy good caution, thanks. Thou hast half my fear aright, but, but one word more. He will not be commanded. Here's another, more potent than the first. Macbeth, Macbeth. Had I three ears, I'd hear thee. Be bloody bone and resonant. Laugh to scorn the power of man, for none of woman born shall harm Macbeth. Then live, Macduff! What need I fear of thee? But yet I'll make assurance double sure and take a bond of fate. Thou shalt not live that I may tell pale-hearted fear it lies and sleep in spite of thunder. What is this? It rises like the issue of a king. It wears upon his baby brow the round and top of sovereignty. Listen, Listen but speak, speak not, not to it. Be lion nettle, crown, and take no care who chase, who frets, or where conspirers are. Macbeth shall never vanquished be, until great Burnham Wood to high Dunsinane Hill shall come against him. That will never be! Who can impress the forest? Bid the tree unfix his earthbound root? Sweet Bodmont, good! Rebellious dead rise never till the wood of Burnham rise. And our high-placed Macbeth shall live the least of nature, pay his breath to time and mortal custom. Yet my heart throbs to know one thing. Tell me, if your art can tell so much, shall Banquo's issue ever reign in this kingdom? Seek to know no, no more. I will be satisfied. Deny me this, and an eternal curse fall on you. Let me know! I sense that call. What noise is this? Show! 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 Show his eyes, and grieve his heart. Come like shadows, so depart. Thou art too like the spirit of Banquo. Down! Thy crown does sear mine eyeballs, and thy hair, thou other gold-bound brow, is like the first, a third is like the former. Filthy hags, why do you show me this? A fourth? Start, eyes! What? Will the line stretch out to the crack of doom? Another yet? A seventh? I, I see no more, and yet the eighth appears. Oh, who bears a glass which shows me many more? And some I see the twofold balls and treble scepters carry. Horrible sight! Now, I see it is true. For the blood bolted Banquo smiles upon me and points at them for his. What? Is this so? I say, all this is so. Where are they? Gone? Let this pernicious hour stand I accursed in the calendar. Come in, without there. What's your grace's will? Saw you the weird sisters? No, my lord. Came they not by you? No, in indeed, my lord. Infected be the air whereon they ride, and damned all those that trust them. I did hear the galloping of horse, who wast came by. 
"'Tis two or three, my lord, that bring you word Macduff is fled to England." Fled to England? Aye, my good lord. Time. Thou anticipatest my dread exploits. The flighty purpose never is o'ertook unless the deed go with it. From this moment the very firstlings of my heart shall be the firstlings of my hand. And even now, to crown my thoughts with acts, be it thought and done. The castle of Macduff I will surprise, seize upon Fife, give to the edge of the sword his wife, his babes, and all unfortunate souls that trace him in his line. No boasting like a fool! This deed I'll do before this purpose cool. But no more sights. Where are these gentlemen? Come, bring me where they are. In this episode of William Shakespeare's Macbeth, Lennox was played by Steve Hart and Angus by Rob Bell. Delia Rodriguez played the first witch, Mary Gilbert played the second witch, and Penelope Danielle the third witch. The first apparition was played by Dave Simcock, the second apparition by Rowan Tomlinson, and the third apparition by Penelope Danielle. The play was directed by William Gilbert.